Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. Hi, I'm Rosalinda, and welcome to Faith Fuel. You are going to love this. I know I say that all the time, but I'm getting ready to interview and bring to you the father of the faith. This guy is unbelievable. I learned from him actually over 25 years ago when I was taking the ISOM courses, International School of Ministry. But just recently, during this time of pandemic, I just felt from the Lord that I needed to go back and build that foundational faith. And so as I began to listen to him, I started researching who this guy was. Um, Was he still in ministry today? And how is he still impacting the world? And he is still doing his thing. He is, him and his wife are unbelievably been married over 65 years and they have impacted the world for Christ today. You may know him as A.L. Gill, but we call him Papa Gill. Papa Gill, it's so great to have you here with me today. Well, thank you, Rosalinda. It is such a blessing to be with you. We so appreciate your ministry and just touching lives all over the world. We could not do this if we were not trained by people like you and I know that we actually have never met throughout the years, but we've been in the same circles. Catherine Kuhlman sent my dad off to Bible college and she would do some ministry in Melody Land. And they would put my dad as an usher when he was young over there. And you had some connections there. Yes, indeed. I was assistant to Dr. Ralph Wilkerson uh, there at Melody Land Christian Center. And that was uh, back, back in about 1975. Uh, uh, 76, 77, 78, right in in there. And uh, God moved us back to Houston, Texas, our hometown. We worked with Charles and Francis Hunter, and they were the ones that led us into the baptism in the Holy Spirit. We were friends of theirs before, as we put it in those days, we went off into tongues. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then we were started ministering with the Hunters in their very earliest miracle services. Uh, So uh, later on, I was executive vice president of their ministry. Uh, After that, I was assisting uh, John Osteen at Lakewood Church and traveled to the nations of the world with uh, with John Osteen ministering. And it just kept growing from there. I was the founding director of the Bible school at Lakewood Church, had 120 full-time students the first year. And uh, that's what I was going to do the rest of my life. But then God said, now resign and take it to the nations. That's what we did. And I've been going to the nations now for about 50 years. And uh, it's just amazing what God has done. I say I've been very disobedient though, because Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And I've only been to a hundred nations. Wow. So, uh, so, you know, I've been very disobedient. (laughs) Some of those over 50 times. I don't know. But now with the internet, your teachings are actually touching people all over the world that you don't know, you haven't even met. This is why I was so excited and just so honored to interview you because 
it took me back to uh, the early days of our ministry when we, you know, I just feel like, you know, seeing healings and seeing, you know, God restore sight and, and, and just people getting out of wheelchairs and walking. And I hunger for that for today. You know, I hungered for my kids to see what I saw growing up. And so one of the classes that you actually taught on ISOM um, was about that supernatural healing. You know, how do we encourage people's faith to believe like it happened way back then? Yes, absolutely. And uh, everywhere we go, we're teaching people how to do the works of Jesus, how to minister healing to the sick. Of course, we get them baptized in the Holy Spirit, speaking in other tongues. We just take them from there and just take them how to operate in all of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we have them practice on one another, experiencing the power of God going through their hands and people getting slain out under the power of God, getting up and the pain is all gone, they're healed. And, uh, and they're jumping up and down with excitement and they just can't stop talking about Jesus everywhere they go. And miracles, miracles, miracles. We, I can remember one time we took a group of about 12 of our students in the Philippines, a week long meeting with Charles and Francis Hunter. And then we went up and took this group up way up into Baguio, up in the mountains there in the Philippines. We got there and the people that were supposed to set it up didn't set it up. So we went out and hired a truck to go with the speakers, you know, on and announcing the training and where it would be. And so we set that up. We had it packed out that first night, training believers how to do the works of Jesus. And we wanted to rent the big convention center on Saturday, but it was already booked. So we had to rent it on Sunday. So on Saturday, we sent them out all over the city you know, we divided them up two by two and said, okay, you go, you go to the hospital, you, uh, you go to the prisons, you go to the jails, you go to the parks, you go to the shopping centers and whatever. They came back that night. They were so excited and they were all talking at once and about the miracles that had happened all over the city. And we couldn't believe it. When we opened the convention center the next morning and the mayor was there to give us the keys to the city and all of that, there was a lineup from almost over a half a mile down down the street waiting to get into the the big convention center. And we filled that convention center up three times that one day with people still waiting to come in. And I tell you, we saw so many miracles through the hands of those believers. Well, one fellow had no eyeballs, empty eye sockets. They just laid hands on him, the power of God hit him. He went out under the power of God and so he went on about 30 minutes later he comes back and and uh, walks up to the blind man and he lifted up the eyelids and there's two eyeballs looking my right god. back at him my god and i can remember on that last meeting that night there was a fellow that that had come his arm had been cut off way way up near the shoulder and the team that were ministering to him they didn't say is this possible they said how long is this going to take Wow. Oh, no. They said, no, no matter, you know, they laid hands on him. He was slain under the power of God. They, and they just sat down on the floor and began to speak as we taught him how to speak creative miracles. And they began to speak. And that arm grew out and grew out. The, the elbow was formed. The, the wrist was formed. The hand was formed. The fingernails were formed. And that hand was completely restored. And we sent a newspaper, a Christian newspaper reporter, out to document the whole story the village where this man lived and got the whole thing documented. Some of the greatest miracles we've seen has been through believers 
that we have trained in nations all over the world just to do the works of Jesus. And what an exciting time it is to be alive today. It is. He has saved the best wine for last. Oh, and I the glory of the latter house is going to be so much greater than the former house. <laughs> you know, I just listening to these stories makes my faith just grow. And, you know, this is the kind of thing, like I grew up going under the tent meetings with R.W. Schombach and all these people. And, you know, my heart is so hungry that people's faith would be able to believe and see that we're just not reading the word of God, but he's the same right. today. Right. You know, right. still performs miracles. What would you say to somebody listening today that wants to have their, like, how can I make my faith increase to believe and speak over somebody and believe, not just pray for them to get healed, but know that they're going to get healed? Yes. Well, uh, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And we start just sharing the word and God watches over his word to perform it. And faith comes by just hearing and is that you can just see that faith arising and arising, you know, and then we have them just step out, do the works of Jesus. I remember we were in Bogota, Colombia, and uh, we were in this big arena and all the people were up in the stands all the way around. There was 120 wheelchairs in a big circle on the floor because they couldn't get them up in the stands. And so they're all looking down at us on the platform and, and all these 120 wheelchairs out there. God led us to do something we didn't normally do. We came off the platform during the worship, just started to the first one, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I to you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And they came out of that wheelchairs, walking and leaping. We turned them over to somebody else and took the next one. In the name of Jesus, stand up and walk. It came out of that wheelchair, and in 20 minutes' time, all 120 wheelchairs Ooh. were empty, walking and leaping and praising God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, you, I I'd actually heard you share a little bit of that testimony, and last, I think it was last Sunday, I was at my church, and in the altar call, a lady came up in a wheelchair. So yes. my faith was already increased, and I remember she looked at me, and she says, I want to stand up. And so I remember the teaching and I just said, okay, I'm going to help you stand up. And I just began to pray for her. And I said, Lord, reward her for her faithfulness. You know, I just be healing over her, you know, and she stood up. I mean, she was shaking, but she was standing on her feet. She wants to walk again more than anything. And so I know I'm on a journey. I want to be able to lay hands on people. I want to see the sick recover. I want to see the, the acts that happened in the Bible happen today. I believe he's the same. God. And, you know, that's why I appreciate all of your teachings and how you train um, people. And that's, that's one of the things you're known for. You know, you guys have on your own website, um, you actually have an entire training that people can take. Can you tell me about that? Somebody's listening and they say, Papa Gil, I want to operate like that. How can they get trained through your ministry? Right. Well, I know when uh, God, uh, I was uh, the founding director of the Bible school there at Lakewood Church with John Osteen, and God said, now resign and take it to the nations. And I thought, well, I've been in those nations. I can remember being out there in India and some of those village churches. And, uh, uh, you know, I said, they don't have any money. They, they brought, you know, a few eggs maybe. At one time we got a big offering. We got a chicken with his legs tied up and they put him on the platform. And all of a sudden as I'm ministering, 
you know, and I'll go down, there's this chicken all tied up. Oh, that was the biggest offering we ever got. But anyway, I said, they don't have any money. I guess we're going to have to write the curriculum ourselves so we can give it away. We have done that. It's all on our website, www.gillministries.com. www.gillministries.com. That's G-I-L-L ministries.com. And all of our teaching, the videos, the audios, the manuals, uh, the teaching manual, so they have the tools to go and teach it to others also, as Paul told Timothy, and you take it and you go and teach it to others who shall be able to teach others also. All of those resources, and now in over 30 languages, are available for absolutely free of charge. They're being used all over the world. It is amazing what God is doing. But now that we're integrating, uh, our, in the process of integrating all of our courses with the ISOM, which I was already had many courses on, but all of our now is going to be integrated with the ISOM curriculum. It's in the process right now. And uh, so it, it'll be now in over 80 languages. Wonderful. And uh, so we just give God the glory for what he's doing because our heart is in the nations of the world. He says, ask of me and I'll give you the nations for your inheritance, the ends of the earth for your possessions. And so we were just, we just took him for, at his word and we started asking and we started going. My goodness, we have seen so much. We, you mentioned R.W. Schombach. I used to minister with R.W. and T.L. Osborne and, Osborne. and, and uh, all of these guys. I tell you what an exciting time it is to be alive today and to just see miracle after miracle after miracle as we used to see, as we ministered with Charles and Francis Hunter and, with, and of course with so many of those awesome ministers back doing the charismatic renewal. We just keep going and keep taking it to the nations and our heart is in the nations of the world. And what an exciting time it is, it is to be alive. It is, you know, even with the pandemic going on, even with everything, even more, people are hungry for the Lord. And you know, yes. one of the things, my husband and I, we pastor here with my mom and dad and when everything shut down, thank God, you know, California, you guys got shut down on a whole nother level. Even here in Virginia, they shut down. We never shut the church down. And we actually went out to the parking lot and we had church and we said, we're just, we're not shutting down. People need it. And, yes. you know, we've got to spread the gospel. People are lonely. They're hurting. But we have a God who is alive and well. And just hearing you, Papa Gill, you know, it's just, it increases my faith. But, you know, some of the topics that you talk about in your training is healing, financial miracles, restoration of soul. You even talk about knowing about Islam and Muslims, how yes. to witness to everybody. Look, he just said it. It's free on his website. There's no financial barrier for you to grow in the Lord. You need to go on this website. You've got to, uh, you know, I actually have gone through ISOM, but I'm going to go through now the courses that you have. Um, I really you know, just in my own personal walk, I want to increase my faith. Even though I've been serving God my whole life, um, there's just more because God has more for us. You know, yes. what would you tell people in this season? I mean, this is unheard of a pandemic like this. How do we keep our eyes on the Lord when in the world things are just kind of falling apart? Well, that's, that's you said the key right there. Keep your eyes on the Lord. And so we don't even pay any attention to the fake news media and all, all of that. 
In fact, we thank God for those that are telling the truth in media, but, but uh, whether it's fake news or all the truth, but if we meditate on that, uh, you know, it gets pretty depressing. But if we just keep our eyes on Jesus and keep our eyes on him, you know, the righteous are as bold as a lion and it's not time to fear. Jesus is the king of kings. So I wonder who the kings are. And uh, I have been privileged to know the kings, the prime ministers, the presidents of nations. I have been appointed, in fact, uh, as an ambassador of the United Nations to the Goodwill Initiative. And God has opened up nations and, and presidents and prime ministers and kings. Everywhere we go, God just keeps opening up the door. I, I was the advisor to the president of an African nation. It was actually Zambia. And the president would call me up sometime three or four times a day as he was facing issues and in, in, in leading his nation. We just pray in the spirit together because he was uh, spirit filled. And Charles and Francis Hunter had given him a lot of our books and our manuals and videos and everything. And so he was calling up and ordering them and giving them to presidents all over Africa. So anyway, he invited my wife Joyce and I to, to come over and be his guest for the opening of parliament. And as we landed, in the nation of Zambia, there was a 300 voice choir and orchestra, the red carpet, everything uh, out there. And we were addressing the whole nation just having landed. We stayed with the president and in the state house and we traveled all over the nation as we went into a different, they call it a province. Uh, we'd call it a state over here. And we'd, we'd go to the uh, the head of the, of the province and and he'd get down on his knees. We'd lay hands and pray and prophesy over him and take us over to the mayors of the cities as we went in and we would do the same thing. And they had halls packed with pastors for us to minister with all during the weeks and, and at night stadiums packed out with thousands and thousands of people for us to minister the word. And then we were there for the opening of parliament and so here comes the fly over the air force and the marching band and the 21 cannon salute and you know and the horse brigade and and, and all of that and uh, he came in and he spoke the truth of the word of god into his nation for over oh, close to three hours and then he stood up and started saying praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord and ambassadors from all over the nations all over you know, we're, we're there. We were all just standing up and, and praising the Lord and dedicating uh, his nation to, to Jesus Christ. And it just exploded from there. And God just started opening up nation after nation after nation. I was doing meetings uh, in Asian nation. One of my students was the head of the second largest group of government there in his nation. And he was spirit filled. So he asked me if he could take me over to the prime minister who was the head of that nation. It was a Muslim a nation. Wow. Uh, it was a hanging offense to proselyte a Muslim wow. in that nation. Wanted me to would go over and minister to he and his wife in their home. Well, I knew it was a hanging offense, but I said, well, okay, let's go. <laughs> so he called, the, he called the prime minister up. Now, this man is not only, was not only the head of that Islamic nation. He was the chairman of the Federation of all Islamic nations of the world. I spent three hours in their home sharing Jesus Christ with them 
And, and I tell you, God just keeps opening. He just keeps opening doors before us. And all we have to do is just, just keep going for the kingdom of God. But I tell you, this is the day and this is the hour. You know, he, God has saved the best wine for last. The glory of the latter house is greater than the former house. And I tell you, we're coming into the greatest day of the church. And it's not time to look out, look out and get discouraged. It's time to look up because our redemption is drawing nigh. But we got a job to, done, to get done because Jesus told us when he's coming back with this gospel of the kingdom, not the gospel about how not to go to hell, but the gospel of the kingdom has been preached in all the world as a witness to all nations. And then all ethnos, all people group, then shall the end come. So, you know, people, you know, said, oh, get me out of here before my credit cards are due, you know, bing me up. You know, <laughs> I want to, you know, I want the great escape, the great rapture, you know, I'm not looking how to get out of here. We've got a commission, keep going to the nation. I'm 86 years young and uh, I have no plans to slow down. I was going to ask you, but I said, you know, 65 years married, I think he's, you know, he's, he's, you have spent your life just teaching others and reaching others and bringing people to Christ, but it's something that we have to do this generation. We need to get off of our tails, go out there and, you know, reach the lost for Jesus because you're right. We have a commission and some people were just so caught up today, you know, in, in what's happening. But if we get our eyes off of that, stop watching the news all day, put our eyes on the word of God and start leading people to the, to the God that can transform us, who can heal us. You know, yes. uh, Papa Gil, I myself, I am praying for something. I have a mother uh, that has given her whole life. She'll be 80 in February and uh, came out of Bible school preaching, has not stopped preaching. The doctors say that she has, you know, end stage kidney disease. And I'm believing God for a big miracle for her that Absolutely. God will restore those kidneys. Um, I'd love for you to keep her in her prayers. Her name is Carmen. And um, my dad's name is Victor. But I would love for you to pray for us and, you know, that we would have the faith that you have, you know, that we would be able to walk to where the sick are, lay hands on them, that they will recover. You know, I, I cannot stay in the same level of my faith. We've got to grow in that and grow in our knowledge. And yes. I've, I haven't been to 100 countries, but I've been to 32. Um, I've had the privilege to preach the gospel. That's what I do. Nothing more excites me than letting people know there's a God that loves them. But I would love if you would just pray for this generation that... You know, we, we need a little bit of what your generation has. You know, we need to get that fire back and Absol stop playing church. And so a absolutely, you, you know, uh, prayer is just not telling God the problem. You know, I used to think, you know, if I could just tell, if, if I could get in front of a mirror and practice looking real pitiful so God will feel sorry for me, you know, and, and maybe I could get my prayers answered. <laughs> and, but Jesus taught us how to pray. And it's the gospel. We have, to, we have to pray as Jesus prayed. And uh, it, we, have to, we have to pray those kingdom advancing prayers. Mm -hmm. And in other words, we make a decree. He says, if we will decree a thing, it shall be established. We don't have to tell God the problem. He knows all about the problem. We don't have to cry a lot so he'll feel sorry for us and answer our prayers. You know, we just have to speak like kings and I, as I've shared with you, I've been privileged to, to be around kings and presidents and prime ministers, and they don't, they're not beggars. They, 
kings make decrees and kings rule by making decrees. And he says, if we will decree a thing, it shall be established. Jesus said, you know, he'd get up a great while before day and get up on the, on the mountain with his father and, and just spend time with his father. And then he said, now I'm only going to do what I see my father doing. And I'm only going to say what I hear my father saying. And so we want to know what the father is saying, but we have to say it on earth. And we have to bring the kingdom of God from heaven to earth by what we say, what we decree on earth. And if we would quit begging God and telling God the problem and all that, and just start listening to the Father, spending time with the Father, and then decreeing it because we're kings on this earth. The word of the king was the law. It could not be changed. Lord. The word of kings has power, has authority, is the law and cannot be changed. So we're going to speak the word over your family. We're going to send that word of healing. And he said, if you will decree a thing, it shall be established. So right now, we just speak the word of healing over Rosalinda's family, Father, in Jesus' name, her dad, her mom, all of her loved ones in Jesus' name, those that have been attacked by sickness and disease and pain, because we know, Yahweh, that it is your will above all things that we would prosper and be in health. So we're praying your will above all things, and we decree right now sickness and disease has to leave her whole family and all of her loved ones in the name of, of Yeshua. We just decree it right now. And Father, I thank you. This is the day and this is the hour of breakthrough. And we will say, yes, the Lord has broken through our enemies like a breakthrough of water. And I thank you, Father. This is the day and this is the hour. And we decree right now, we send the word. You sent your word and you healed them and delivered them from their destruction. We send that word right now in the mighty name of Yeshua. We speak the word, speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Greatest example of faith that Jesus saw in all of Israel came out of the mouth of a, a Roman centurion that was over all of that army up there in the northern uh, part of Galilee. And we just say, yes, yes, yes. We are speaking the word yeah. and you watch over your word to perform it, Yahweh. And we thank you, Father. Right now, we're only going to say what we hear our Father saying and we've heard from the Father and we'd make that as a decree right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We speak that word. Speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. We decree that right now over us and this whole family in the mighty name of Yeshua. We give you the praise. Hallelujah. 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 I receive that. That's right. Declare and decree. That's it. I receive that prayer. I know if you're listening today, if you are going through a sickness, you're going through anything, you need to receive that prayer for yourself. God is still on the throne. He's still the God of miracles. We've heard that today. Um, I can tell you, Papa Gil, I'm going to be on your website. I am downloading your stuff because 
Um, I just want more in my life. I want to be used. I want to use the last breath that I have, you know, serving God and bringing people to the Lord. Um, You know, it's not about what we can accumulate and accomplish here, but it's what we can do for him. And your life has so inspired me. I'm telling you, I've met a lot of people around the world, uh, traveling with my dad everywhere, but I have been listening to your teachings and it has really impacted my life as somebody who, you know, we have churches today in Africa, Brazil, in Peru, uh, New York City. I'm based in Richmond, Virginia, and we've been all over the world. But as a servant of the Lord, you know, I I have to be, you know, poured into. And so I want to thank you and your wife for committing your lives to the Lord for just don't realize how far the seed of your words and your obedience to God um, has just impacted people. You'll never, we'll meet in heaven one day, you know, you'll meet all of the people that oh, yeah. you brought with you. Um, but I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for your wisdom, your example of your life, um, and for the teachings that you've imparted into us. Well, thank you, Rosalind. It's a real privilege to be able to just to share Jesus and God's given us media today. Uh, we haven't been able to get into as many nations uh, during the this so-called epidemic. We just make our decree every day, no weapon formed against us will prosper. And so it's not a time to fear. It's time to forcibly advance God's kingdom. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, God will lift up a standard. And this is the day and this is the hour we can shout, The Lord has broken through our enemies like a breakthrough of water. Amen. Oh, my goodness. Papa Gil, what a joy it's been to be here today. What is the website one more time? Gil, G-I-L-L, ministries.com. Yes. Amen. So you guys can reach it. I'm going to be honest with you. I was so blessed. I planted a seed into his ministry. I want to stay behind his ministry because it's ministering to me. Anybody that will leave this kind of legacy of um, teachings for us, you know, we need to support that type of thing so that there's never an excuse that somebody can't grow in the Lord. He's made his curriculum free for you online. I will have the links in the show information. And I just want to tell all of our listeners today to remember that when When you put your trust in God, he will fuel your faith. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center. Center.